Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 214 of the podcast that was originally recorded on September 23rd of 2018. Yes, we are back. This week, we're going to talk about a few things that we've played recently, uh, Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea, and then a couple of apps on our phones, Hardback and Potion Explosion. Of course, I talk about a few of the things that I want to play. Hope you enjoyed the episode. One of the games, this is Joe Luzzi from What I'm Playing Now, and I am back with another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. We are in episode number 214. After a slight hiatus, I took the past month off. There was a lot going on. One of the big things that happened was we lost our 18-year-old cat, um, which kind of bummed me out for a little bit. But not only that, um, when we had gone to the vet and requested to um, have her ashes sent back to us, they had kind of messed up a little bit, and while we did pay to get her back, uh, somebody at the vet made a mistake, and we ended up not getting her ashes back. So not only did we lose her, but then there was another kick to the gut with that happening. So I wanted to take a little bit of time off of doing the podcast, of recording some videos, not only because of that, because there was a lot of other stuff going on. Kim and I wanted to try to just enjoy the last couple weekends of the summer, and now that we are jumping into fall, it's it's time to get back to a little game playing. Uh, Kim and I have started uh, learning a couple of new games. We're going to be doing a couple of new videos this week, so keep an eye out for those. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to resurrect and revive one of my solo playthrough um, games that I was kind of looking forward to doing. I think we might jump back into Hoplomachus from Chip Theory Games. Uh, that is something I wanted to do a series on and play through four games of that. Um, and I only made it through one um, before kind of shit just started happening in life. And sometimes, you know, life just gets in the way of things of what you want to do. And you kind of just roll with it and move on. And so that's what we're doing. We're back with the podcast. And um, let's talk about some games. Well, Kim and I have not been playing a lot of board games like um, we normally do. We have been doing um, a few things, but let's jump into one of the last things I actually played when I had gone down to my friendly local game store, because I definitely haven't been down there as much, and I'm kind of jonesing to make it back there. But one of the last games we played was Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. We did an interview with Gamelin Games at Origins. It was a really good interview. I believe that interview actually made it onto their Kickstarter um, for Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea, one of the last expansions that they had out there, which was super kind of cool. We really appreciate them doing that for us. Um, this is a 4X-style game. We did a three-player game while we were down there at the Franklin Local Game Store. Um, at first, I wanted to play... Uh, my buddy Dave had... I think he bought kind of like the whole kit and caboodle. Everything you could pretty much buy for the game that they had at Origins. I think he pretty much snagged up. Um, they they had a pretty good bonus going where you kind of bought this and you got some painted miniatures and a whole bunch of shit, um, which was kind of cool. I was actually thinking about buying it, but um, I went the way of Too Many Bones, although Dave got Too Many Bones too, so I'm not too sure how he finagled both of those big games as well as so many other things. But um, So he picked that up. We played that. At first, I wanted to play as the undead. He said the undead had a, had a mechanism to them that um, 
maybe the first time might not be the best thing to do. So I actually ended up playing as the elves, I think is what I played as. Uh, very interesting game. Uh, it started out, we were basically just expanding our footprint, all three of us, trying to just grow our forces. And then once somebody drew first blood, it seemed like combats were happening um, kind of left and right. Um, I was trying to stay out of them for a little bit. Um, but then, of course, you know, I got sucked in, as you do in a 4X game. And, and you know, shit just started happening. It was just combats everywhere. I will say, for this being a 4X style game, the game was actually, you know, not that difficult to learn. Uh, it was pretty straightforward. Pretty much everything is right for you on your player board in front of you. I will say... Make sure you have a huge table when you're playing this game. This game is a table destroyer. It was really interesting to play. I really liked it. Uh, I actually am thinking about picking this one up because I have a feeling Kim may actually Kim may actually like this. Um, uh, but maybe we can give it a go down at the game store and actually see if we will be adding this to our collection. But, um, you know, play wise, uh, the game was actually pretty close. Dave and I, I think, were. Um, neck and neck towards the end. I think I jumped out to a pretty early lead score-wise. I started doing a couple of things that got me some points rather quickly, and I started just jumping up. Uh, and then the Dave and Eric kind of caught back up with me after a few combats. Um, and at the end of the game, uh, I think Eric had, had attacked me once, um, which kind of messed me up a little bit. It got me, kept me from scoring a couple of points at the end. Dave jumped over me right at the end, going into the last turn. I think I had miscounted something, which um, I was probably saying a few choice words at the table for, because I think I had made an error on my part. But other than that, uh, for being a Forex game, it also wasn't that long. Um, you know, it was a pretty, it, it, it was a game that I think was the perfect length. It, w it wasn't too short because you don't want 4X games to, you know, just last 30 minutes. You know, that's not going to be a fun experience. It was it was a perfect length. I think we all had we all had a good time. I would definitely play it again. Like I said, I actually would like Kim to play this one to actually see if this is something she would want added to our collection. Usually she's not the biggest 4X fan, uh, but I have a feeling with the setting of this one and I think the the easeability in learning it. um you know, and it being very approachable, I think makes it that much more enticing to players who maybe aren't the hugest fans of the Forex genre. So Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea from Gameland Games. If you have not played this one, you definitely should be checking this one out. Um, also, the miniatures were uh, very nice, I must say. And there were a lot of them. Also, the ships, um, you know, the flying ships and just... The, the table presentation of the game is freaking amazing. Everybody that was walking by was just like, you know, what the hell are you guys playing? Um, because the airships, you know, are put together with the cardboard uh, and everything just looked really, really sharp on the table uh, once once we got everything all set up and we were playing. So here's the land, Aaron C. Gameland Games, definitely check that one out. One of the other things Kim and I have actually been playing quite a bit lately um, we've been learning a few new games, like I said, so for, for videos, I don't want to talk about those on this podcast. I want to get maybe a play or two more of those games under my belt. Uh, and maybe I will talk about those after we do the videos for them. Um, but one of the things we kind of found, um, on our phones was, were a couple of really, really good board game implementations of, you know, in the form of apps. Uh, so one of the first ones is hardback and hardback is a word style game. Uh, it's basically a deck builder. 
And it's a deck builder of a deck of cards that is pretty much all letters. You're going to start off with a hand of cards that will, um, you're going to basically try to form a word word of. And if at any time you pretty much can't um, get a word, you can flip one of those cards over to its um, opposite side, which would basically nullify any sort of action or ability that it had on the card. And you can turn that card then into any letter. So it reminded me a little bit of Wordsy in that you're not necessarily stuck with the letters that are in your hand. You can pretty much use any letters you want. But um, with this being, you know, with Wordsy, it's it's not a deck builder. So that's this one. You're you're actually trying to use the cards that you're playing. They'll have a, a point cost on them um, to where you can actually get coins and then you can actually purchase additional letters that you can add to your deck, hence a deck builder. And I will say the app actually works really well. Um, it's it was only four bucks or so, four or five bucks, I think it was. And with the Google Family Plan um, that you can now have, uh, which I added Kim Kim and myself to this Google Family Plan, we only needed to buy the app once uh, to where we were actually able to install it on both our devices and actually enjoy the game. So it saved us a few bucks, um, and it was actually just really cool. Uh, we've been we've been playing that a lot. Um, I was actually really surprised how how much we were actually just sitting there, you know, like watching TV. And instead of maybe flipping through Facebook, we were actually just sitting there playing hardback and kind of just going back and forth in the game and, you know, sitting there talking and everything and, you know, having a really, really good time with it. And um, there's there's a lot more to the app than, than just the letters. Uh, there are different, different sets of... Uh, within the game itself. And when you get cards within these sets, they can actually play off of each other and do different things. Gives you certain bonuses. Um, and like I said, it allows you to do different actions as well. There are also ink, um, like ink things, um, tokens that you can purchase. And it's, it's actually a very, very good implementation of the card game. Um, I've never actually, actually never played the card game. In reading the reviews, a lot of people are saying it's a really good implementation. And, and after playing the app, I actually really want to, you know, maybe see if I can actually find a physical version of this game. Um, although it is, the app is just so convenient to play on. Uh, it's and it's it's very intuitive. It's very easy to play. Once you learn the rules, it's just you know it's it's just a lot of fun. And then one of the other apps that we actually found was a game that Kim had been wanting to try for a while. We actually missed um, our chance to give it a shot at um, at Origins. I we got so busy doing um, reviews and or you know reviews and interviews and just so many different things at Origins. We didn't get a chance to sit down and play as many things as we wanted to, but that app is Potion Explosion, or Potion Explosion, and I have to say, this really seems like a good implementation of the app as well. Um, I have never played the physical version. Uh, we watched a couple videos after watching, um, I think Watch It Played, you know, play, we went over to the app, and it pretty much played just like the physical version, except we were just, you know, dragging everything around on our screen instead of, you know, actually, you know, handling physical marbles and stuff like that. But it is a very fun game. In this game, you're going to... It kind of works like the Match 3 games that you you know, you know play on your phones and people have been playing for many, many years, um, like Bejeweled and all those style of games where you're pretty much just 
maybe taking one marble, and when you take the marble, everything kind of moves down. If matching colors touch, they explode, and you get kind of that, um, you get those marbles, and you're trying to collect uh, the, the different colored marbles and actually place them on your potions that you have in front of you, which then give you additional actions or abilities, I guess you could say, which could then just kind of let you start chaining things together and scoring points if you get three of a particular potion, you get one of the scoring tokens that gives you some um, additional bonus points. If you get four or five different potions, I can't remember what it is now off the top of my head. I think it's five. Um, you'll actually get one of those tokens, which gives you an additional four points. And you're pretty much playing, I think it's first person to 60 points is what Kim and I have been playing on the app. Um, and it works out really well as well. Um, there's a few times where some of us um, you know, both Kim and myself have made a mistake here or there and maybe grabbing the wrong, um, marble or the wrong colored, you know, um, marble. And, uh, just like, you know, when, uh, when they come together, they don't crash. They don't make that big chain explosion that you're kind of looking for, which is, you know, you see, they're like, Oh, I just clicked on the wrong damn thing. And you're like, okay, well, and in this game, I've noticed that, um, the times where Kim and I have made a mistake, uh, it's actually very hurtful in that um, if you're not keeping up with your opponent score-wise, they can easily start running away with the game. Um, sometimes it's kind of hard to come back, especially once somebody somebody gets going and they start making potions and then they start using those potions to really extend their turn and giving them additional abilities on their turn to do some different things and start stacking things to just get more more of the marbles and more of the, can, can, you know, complete more of the potions. Uh, but it is pretty cool. So both of those apps, Hardback and Potion Explosion, are very well done. Um, we have Android devices. I'm sure it's available on iOS, and I'm sure they probably play pretty much the same. And um, if you're looking for something that, you know, isn't necessarily a tabletop game, but you're looking for something to maybe just pass some time, um, you know, on your phone, both of those are very good games. Uh, so definitely check both of those out. All right, and that's pretty much all we're going to talk about under what I'm playing now. Like I said, some of the games Kim and I have been playing. Uh, I want to save that discussion for a later time after we record the videos. So let's jump over to what I want to play now. A couple of Kickstarters have been out there lately. Actually, there's been a hell of a lot of Kickstarters lately that I've been kind of complaining about um, because there's just so many good ones. Uh, one of the games Kim and I had picked up at Origins was Baseball Highlights. Uh, which is a game both of us really enjoy. I've played it quite a while ago, and um, Eric and I had started a league down at the store a couple of years ago, I think now. Um, but we never really—I don't think really, really we ever really finished it because there were just a few of us that were playing in it. But uh, when I saw that uh, Mike, Mike Mike Fitzgerald was actually working on a football highlights 2052, I was like, oh well, this is going to be a no-brainer. Kim is a huge, huge football fan, uh, way bigger of a football fan than I am. Uh, so I figured this was going to be an instant back. We pretty much did. We watched a video. Um, I think we watched after further review play through um, kind of like a two player game where he was kind of just playing both players. And I was like, OK, this actually looks like the way they've implemented um, the card play it looks very good. And I can see how, you know, they're they're doing some of the different things. It looks really interesting. Um, it's already, I believe the Kickstarter's already ended. It was funded successfully. So uh, we're just going to sit back and wait for that one now uh, to come to us. And then one of the other ones that was out there was a uh, a reprint called Run, Fight, or Die Reloaded. Um, I've talked about Run, Fight, or Die 
um, before. Uh, this is a game. It's a very light um, dice chucking game, I guess you could say. Uh, you're going to be rolling dice and you're trying to just destroy the zombies as they're coming in waves on your player board towards you. Uh, there's three different rows that they're coming through and they, as they get closer, you can use bats, you can use weapons, there's different things you can use. Um, they're actually just doing a reprint of it and, and re, uh, refreshing some of the rules. There were some things they wanted to clean up, reprinting a lot of the graphics on the cards and kind of just giving the game a whole facelift. At first, I really wasn't too sure uh, about the game, but when Kim saw it and we watched some videos, she said that actually looks kind of good. She likes the game Run, Fight, or Die. I think it's a very, you know, fun, lighter style game. Uh, so I was like, I really didn't think we were going to be adding it to our collection, but she was kind of interested in it. So I said, what the hell? Let's actually get it. Then we could do maybe some comparisons on the two um, to actually see what they're like. So, you know, we have that one coming as well. Renfred or Die Reloaded um, looks to be very interesting. But other than that, for now, I think that's about it. We're going to do a quick one, like I said. Um, I actually may want to go try to play some Too Many Bones this afternoon. I'm kind of been itching to give that a shot, and it's a little early in the afternoon still, so if I can get this edited and uploaded real quick, I may be headed downstairs to do that. So other than that, everybody, hopefully we can keep this podcast rolling, and uh, next week I will be back with a few more games to talk about. And other than that, you know what to do. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also join us in some conversations. We do have the guild over there still, guild number 2440 on Board Game Geek. Twitter and Instagram at what I'm playing. Oh, don't forget to drop the G like I always say. Um, Kim has definitely grown up our Instagram page. I believe we have well over 500 followers now. So if any of you are following us on Instagram, definitely appreciate that. And um, we try to, we're going to try to post some more stuff out there as we're playing through some more games. On Facebook, just do a search for what I'm playing now. On Twitch, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And of course, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash what I'm playing now. Other than that, everybody, it's great to be back uh, doing the podcast again. And I will be back next week with another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. But until everybody, until then, everybody, you know what to do. Go play some games and let me know what you're playing now. Until then, everybody, you have a great week gaming, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.